And now it's time for Geek News. <laughs> uh, look at that. We did it. Yay. <laughs> All right. Only an hour more to go. Me, you, you, me, huh? What? Who? I got a bit. Just a handful of items. I can go first if you want. Sure. Go for All it. All right. We'll see what I can cross off my list, if All right. anything. Wrong. Since uh, comic season is done, comic con season, comic news has been kind of slow the last couple of weeks, last month or so, actually. Uh, so I've only got one item here from Dynamite. They have finally ironed out whatever legal wranglings was preventing them from using John Carter and Warlord of Mars in the mm. same book. <laughs> So now in November, they are releasing John Carter, Warlord of Mars. Meh. It's (laughs) more that they actually have the whole title than any of my actual interest in the book. On the game side, Margaret Weiss Studios has announced some upcoming Firefly RPG-related items. Things Don't Go Smooth is uh, scheduled for November. It is uh, kind of a GM's uh, supplement that flushes out the universe. Smuggler's Guide to the Rim is in February, and that's more of a player-centric supplement. And then in April, there's Ghosts in the Black, which is going to be a campaign setting by the sounds of it. Pathfinder's Monster Codex uh, has been released this week, assuming this comes out actually before Friday. Otherwise, if it comes out on the weekend, last week. (laughs) It's just more monsters and stuff. It's uh, 40 bucks, 250 odd pages. Not quite sure what the difference is between a codex and a bestiary. I don't buy either of them because I don't run any games, but... You should run games. (laughs) There you have it, the Monster Codex. There are two Star Realms expansions scheduled for this year and next. Well, a total of two, not two per year. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is Crisis in November and then Gambit in winter of 2015. These are cardboard expansions Mm -hmm. for the cardboard game. Uh, I think Gambit is already something that is in effect in uh, the digital game, and I don't know anything about uh, whether these are going to be fully implemented into the digital game or not, if they're only cardboard. I don't think Gambit is in the digital. I think Gambit is tournament play. It's a prize and tournament oh, that, play right, right now. That's right, yeah. not digital. Yeah, it was yep. the tournament prize pack. and yeah. So Crisis is going to be uh, four sets of boosters, but they are non-blind. Each set is going to be a standalone booster, so you can buy all four or whatever you want. You're all going to get the same cards. I believe they showed that as an MSRP of 5 bucks, and then Gambit, I think, was 10 bucks, mm-hmm. rounding up four ninety nine nine ninety nine. And Upper Deck, living up to its nickname of Upper Douche, (laughs) has announced today that they are going to be putting playable cards for Legendary, Marvel uh, Legendary, into their upcoming 3D trading card set. So each pack of these trading cards is going to have uh, six cards, two of which are Legendary cards. So... Dick move, upper deck. Yep. Dick move. And on top of that, they are making limited edition numbered out of who knows what stupid low number sketch variants of the legendary <laughs> cards. And they said that these are new mechanics and uh, new uh, artwork. So it's either going to be all new cards or maybe a combination of new cards and some older cards that are being reprinted with new artwork. So I heartily encourage everybody to run to your local comic store and not buy these (laughs) and then tell them why you're not buying it and then email Upper Deck to let them know that they are dicks and that you are not (laughs) buying this game. 
Upper Deck, that's Jordan at All Us Geeks. But you know what? You can also do Jeff at All Us Geeks because I think that's a dick move as well. <laughs> and we love Legendary. I do. I love Legendary and I love Legendary Encounters. Yep. These are great games, but this is just typical Upper Deck dickery. Anytime they can do this and... So people, you're gamers. You're not cardboard addicts like the sports card branch of their business. Say no. Just just say no. <laughs> and then on the miscellaneous side, the abuse suit against Brian Singer has been dropped. So he has been tapped to or officially announced to be directing uh, X-Men Apocalypse. So it should be uh, fairly mediocre. They're shooting for a middle of the road, walk out of the theater and forget it right away movie there. So hopefully the 90 minutes that you're in there will be entertaining. The rumor has it that Fox finally greenlit the Deadpool movie because they figured out a way to make it PG-13, mm-hmm. which from a dialogue standpoint, that doesn't bother me because coming out of the books, all he's got is F asterisk hashtag mm-hmm. K's, you know. But if you're going to graphically depict the same type of violence from the books in the movies, then no, this is definitely an R-rated movie. So this is going to be like T2 which is, in my opinion, the worst of the movies. And that includes the stupid one with Batman in it. Well, I mean, it goes from they leaked, or it got leaked, Yes, <laughs> the, footage the footage, and full-blown language and everything there, and got everybody super excited about it, to all this up and down, will they, won't they, then finally greenlighting, or the rumor was that it was already greenlit, mm-hmm. And then now to come out with, uh, it's greenlit, but PG-13. I mean, PG-13 movies don't bother me. I mean, they can be done well, but it seems a weird progression for this character and for what has been shown so far that kind of got the hype up for this movie to actually happen. Well, you can do a good action movie at PG-13. You know, that mm-hmm. that's not the issue, but Deadpool live action not really a PG-13 character. I'm not really worried about the language, right. you know, but there's a certain level of violence that's inherent in his character. Right, and both were on full display in the yeah. leaked. Yeah. I mean, both sides of that. The language and the and the the blood gore whatever. I mean, the 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 violence. <laughs> and then the last item I have is uh David Ayer or Ayer, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. Uh, has been selected to direct the Suicide Squad movie. He's done a few things that I've never heard of and one thing that I liked End of Shift, no End of Watch, the uh Jake Gyllenhaal and Cop movie from a couple years ago where mm-hmm. they Oh yeah. get busted up yeah, by Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't seen it though. Oh. I mean, I know which movie you're talking yeah. about though. It's it's one I kind of wanted to see but I, really I just never it. get around to it. Yeah. You know, it was so far down my list of things that it was like there was one day where I was sick but couldn't sleep. <laughs> so I was like, well, what's on demand? Uh, all right. <laughs> Turned out to be a really good movie. And he's apparently responsible for Fury, a movie that's just coming out shortly about some sort of tank crew that apparently doesn't have any repair parts. So they get stuck behind German lines or something like that. I don't know. It seems of questionable value because, well, it's got Brad Pitt in it. But whatever, he still sells. Okay. So that's nothing I'm going to run out and watch. <laughs> Jordan at allaskeeps.com for your Brad Pitt hate. <laughs> and that's uh, that's my news. Well, we had quite a bit of crossover, actually. Fifth Street Games finalists have been announced. So last time uh, we recorded, I talked about how the semifinalists and we were waiting for the finalists. Unfortunately, Bill and David Shepard did not make the final cut. That's unfortunate. But another friend, uh, there, I think they chose seven games. Ryan from over at Fierce Punch Games, uh, somebody that I've had 
uh, I've known for a while. And actually, we have a game in the tub somewhere for them. <laughs> but his game, Help Wanted, was chosen as one of the finalists. And it actually looks, I think it's got a really good chance. Just the, the look and feel of it, I think, would fit really well with Fifth Street. So, uh, But, you know, he's got six other people he's competing against at this point. So congratulations to all of those people. Steam updated recently. Do you, I don't know how much if you use Steam at all. Nah. They did a big update, and uh, it's mostly like to let you personalize your page a bit more. They do more personalized recommendations on it. Uh, the one thing that is kind of interesting, though, is they do have this curator page. So for people or organizations, I guess, really, um, that do reviews of games and stuff, they can have this curator page to kind of... Sh- showcase the games that they've reviewed and and whatnot so that's kind of cool i know uh that's a good there's a there's a couple different people that have taken advantage of it and they're starting to use it so that that was kind of cool and like i said you know the the look changed quite a bit and and everything and whatever i mean it's i pop on there almost every weekend to see what's on sale for the weekends and stuff and i grab games off of there off and on but the overall way it looks doesn't matter to me. It's if the game will play. But I mean, if they're going to start throwing recommendations at me and stuff, yeah, that might be kind of cool. We'll see as time goes on because I think they just did this within the last few days here. And then Nick Frost has been tapped to be in the Doctor Who Christmas special. So uh one of several people, but that one is obviously kind of geek relevant to a lot of people, you know, with Shaun of the Dead and, and the whole other, you know, him and, and Simon Pegg. Let's and have him stuff. be the companion that replaces Clara. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> Blizzard cancels Titan, Titan, which was never officially announced anyway in the first place. Never officially announced, but it's been on dev charts yep. for like seven years. Seven years. Yep. So never officially announced, but apparently officially announced that it's no longer going to be worked on. <laughs> I think that's one-upping Fox. <laughs> they canceled something that wasn't even announced. <laughs> Supergirl on CBS. So uh, uh, Supergirl uh, show has been greenlit for CBS, whatever. I haven't seen enough about it. Don't know if I care about it. The biggest thing is pretty much all it is right now. Right. But the biggest thing is now every network, every major network has a superhero. TNT. Yeah. And TNT (laughs) has a superhero show now. So Mm -hmm. we are definitely living in the era of the geek at the moment. This remember back when the original flash like Sadly, we were, yes. we were lucky to get that. And uh, I don't know if we were lucky. Ah, uh, come on. I mean, as we far, were unfortunate to get that. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't that bad for its time, uh, but it's, you know, it was like, oh my God, a superhero is on TV. And, and it, of course it didn't last long, but it was just one of those things. Like you didn't think at the time you would ever see that, mm-hmm. you know, you'd see what, like the, you know, Hulk was our big thing. Like we had, we had the incredible Hulk forever. And yeah. that was like. And Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, and Spider-Man bad, off and bad on. Spider-Man. <laughs> so it's it's kind of cool that all this stuff is kind of coming along. Whether or not it'll be good or not, eh, who knows? Uh, nothing, nothing's really there yet. Uh, let's see. Kickstarter updated their terms of service here recently. And a lot of people are trying to report it as they're clamping down on the late delivery of projects. Sorry, no, that's kind of bullshit. Uh, what it really is, is them distancing themselves a lot more from the backer and the project owner, but trying to say, hey guys, here's what you should do. You should really tell people when you're not going to give them what they pledged for. You should explain why you're not going to give them what they're pledged for. But you know what? It's an agreement between you two. <laughs> We're just the middlemen. Yeah, it's so It's not a purchase. It's an investment. Exactly. So it was just a clarification of the fact that, hey, we're just the tool. 
you guys are the people that are really dealing with each other. And I'm surprised I, it took this long after the lawsuit in Washington right. to, to happen. And I kind of know firsthand because I just recently had a conversation with Kickstarter about a three-year-old project that nobody's gotten. And they're like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Maybe you should try talking to them. Even though my email explained thoroughly how many conversations have been had, emails back and forth, Facebook or uh, Kickstarter messages a whole bit. So, yeah, they uh, it, it was a clarification to the point that don't contact them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, find your own way to deal with it. We don't care. <laughs> we got your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got our cut. We're good. We're done. All right. And finally, GeekCast Network news has grown yes. by leaps and bounds. Yes, the GeekCast Network has grown. The family is growing from going this weekend where Jordan and I got to talk about it and some of the things that were going to potentially happen to confirming it today. We have two new members in the GeekCast Network. Now, um, some people may or may not. I don't know if I've really talked about the change in the GeekCast Network on the podcast. Because originally when we started, it was podcast specific. And, you know, we had the Two Bald Geeks and and the Almost Podcast. And Mike came on with Royal Monster Battalion. Uh, so Almost it was Podcast. What was that about? What was that? What was the Almost Podcast about? It was almost a good podcast if they would have let it keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it was podcast specific when we first started it or when I first started it and started thinking about it and, and just the cross promotion on podcasts here recently. And I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a little while, but recently is when I've been putting a little bit of actual time and effort into it again, mostly around the time when Mike came on, when it was someone other than somebody sitting in this room (laughs) doing something, I started thinking about it and there are lots of good things out there in the online media. So uh, I wanted it to be still geek-centric, but not necessarily just podcasts. So video casts, uh, video reviewers, bloggers, all that good stuff. So uh, our two new members are Broken Prism Reviews, uh, who is just recently started doing reviews. He's up to his eighth uh, review so far. And uh, he was actually at the Geek Compound this past weekend. So we had a conversation with him then. And then I had another conversation with him today just to confirm what he wanted to do. And he is on board as a member. And then we have a uh, geek-centric blogger with us as well, the Game Huntress. Uh, so Courtney has come on as well. And if you may or may not know of the blog already, if you have listened before or followed us on social media, because both Jordan and I have done written reviews for the Game Huntress blog. And we've interviews, not reviews. Oh, did I say review? Yes. Yeah. Interviews. Yes. So we've uh, answered questions for Courtney. And of course, we've known Courtney through social media and all that good stuff. And we thought she'd be a good fit for the the family. And uh, so she has agreed as well that she uh, would like to be part of the GeekCast Network. So what does that mean overall? Overall, mostly this is just a promotion, cross-promotion kind of thing. Uh, You know, if you listen to the end of any episode, we always have a GeekCast Network ad there showcasing some of the other things going on. If you make it to the (laughs) end. Uh, it's it's a little treat because it's actually voiced by somebody not in this room <laughs> that you can probably tolerate. So if you can do two plus hours of us on a regular podcast, then you, you get to hear your 30 uh, second payoff is right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it'll be more of the cross promotion type stuff. Uh, you know, I've always kind of had a little chunk of the news here for GeekCast Network members if something comes along. But the other thing 
is that for people that may have contacted us about reviews and I've not been able to get them in because our schedule is full, we'll be working with Matthew over at Broken Prism Reviews. So if you contact us and our schedule is full, if you want to, and I'm going to eventually kind of put this on our contact form as well, uh, you will also have the option of seeing if Matthew has the time available. Uh, so you have a better chance, I guess, of potentially getting a review if you contact us as long as uh, the time is open for one party uh, so far, one of us so far. Uh, and who knows, we may add more more people as time goes on. The big thing is if you're contacting us, you know, in that two plus or in that in that in less than two month window, the rush review fee will still stand. Uh, I've talked to Matthew about that as well. Uh, so it's it's just you'll you'll have more options, but all of the normal policies that you kind of see on our website will still stand. So that's kind of what that means. So again, congratulations! Thanks for coming aboard. Uh, welcome to the family, Broken Prism Reviews and the Game Huntress. Uh, they, of course, I'll put their links in the show notes for the news. Their feeds are on the website, all that good stuff. So you'll be hearing more about that in the future. And that's what I have for Geek News. news.